0: Good day, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the universe. How's things been with you guys? Are you in the kitchen and you've plugged in the your podcast and you're tuning in? Or is it late at night and you thought, oh, let me listen to what this girl's got to wang on about? Or are you driving in the car? But wherever you are, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good, afternoon, good, good day... And lots of, lots of chunky, chunky, positive affirmations coming to you guys. My podcast today, and it's quite a few because I've got, you know, I've decided that I'm going to get most of it off my chest. Been back in the studio and um, as I said in my last podcast, it's like, you know, I'm a singer-ish I'm not great, not at all, not at all for my sins. But hey, back in the studio, um, doing what I know best and doing what I know what to do. But today's podcast is stress eating. Yep, that's right. I am a stressed eater. And no matter what I'm doing, I'm stress eating. Help me. Please, am buddy. Um as I'm about to I'm I want to chomp on a biscuit right now and I'm not going to do it. And I keep asking myself, what am I stressed about? How can I be stressed? I've got a job. Woohoo I actually got myself a job. And, you know, didn't even think I was employable. But yeah, of course I'm employable. Um but I on top of doing the podcast and, you know, researching and doing the YouTube shows and everything else. I thought, I need to be amongst other people. Jesus, I need to, I need to communicate, not just with people who are doing great things out there. I need to actually get a job. I need to get back into the workforce. And luckily for me, this job, I can work from home anyway. So did I really go and get a job that I don't need to go to work? Don't make sense, does it? (laughs) It really doesn't make sense at all. But yeah, that's what I did. Um, And now I'm going to have to say to myself, okay, you're still doing working from home. You log onto the laptop at nine o'clock in the morning and there you are still with your butt clenched on a chair doing work. You're not walking out the door at 7am and you're not going into the office. Oh, there's days I might have to walk into the office. Did I forget to add that? But it's, <laughs> so where was the method in my madness? Because I know I'm crackers. Don't call me fruitcake for nothing. But here I am like, yeah, going to get, a, you know, I'm going to go to work. But I'm working from my home. Now, when I wasn't working from home, I still hardly could get my butt off the sofa. Yes, I'm doing exercises. Yes, I might do the odd squats. Yes, I'll go to keto. I'm doing all these wonderful things. And one minute I would lose two, three to three stones. And then I'll, you know, li- literally put it all back on because discipline just go. I'm just so not disciplined. Oh, my good God. Where has my discipline gone? But, yeah, I... I See, when I stopped drinking alcohol, it was... It it actually wasn't at the first attempt. I stopped... I drank... I didn't drink for 10 years. And after a really, really bad case of a breakup, and then my brother dying, I hit the bottle. Hard. I was having alcohol for breakfast, tea, lunch, dinner. I'm wondering if I should do that again, because maybe I won't eat so much and I could lose the weight. But anyway... um, not that i'm endorsing that's what anyone should do and you know the scariest thing was that when i realized that if i didn't stop drinking for anyone that's been listening to my other podcasts if i didn't stop drinking i would have just been in a box it was just that bad and there's people worse off than me but i for my my, because of my own health reasons yeah, i'd have ended up in a box so when I decided that enough enough is enough, uh, uh, sorry, when I decided that enough was enough, I literally just went that day, I stopped and I've had stress upon stress since stopped drinking and I haven't picked up a bottle. I have soldiered on. What I don't understand is this: I don't have half of that stress anymore. So I'm not drinking. So why the hell have I replaced alcohol with food? Can anybody answer me that? And the truth is, I didn't realise that's what I was doing until recently. So for the first six, seven months of COVID, um, Everything was great because I was still doing what I need to do and, you know, do all the the, the exercise. And well, actually, I wasn't a big exercise because I didn't have that much weight to lose. But I did found that, find that, you know, slowly but surely there was the odd, mm, you're getting some boobies, girl, and you're getting some bottom, girl. Um, and I just, you know, and even though my metabolism is slowing down because I'm not, I've never been a runner and I can't go to the gym. But I've always still been able to maintain. But as it got towards uh, September, October, November, and um, we're now in full lockdown, and I can't go anywhere, and it's cold outside, and my brain is like I had brain fog. um, I ate for stress. So obviously I was stressing, but I couldn't tell what I was stressing about. I mean, does anyone understand where I'm coming from? Does that make sense? So it's taken three months to realise that that's what I was doing. I had replaced alcohol with food. Food that I would never have given the time of day. You know, from the McDonald's or the pizzas or the KFC. And especially that I'm just not the greatest meat lover I have just been—I've never eaten so much curry goat in my life, and 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 jerk. I hate jerk chicken. I hate breast of chicken. I've just eaten all this food, and my neck shows it, and my bum now shows it. My whole body, you know. And I had to say to myself, "You need to eat for wellness, not." Eat for illness. And that's the title of today's show. Eat for wellness, not for illness. I found that even though I'm eating these foods, because why the hell do people make these foods if? There's nothing good about it. Do they know that these foods, when they're making these foods, that it is a trigger for certain things in people's um, metabolism or their their minds? Have scientists, you know, there's there's a scientific um, profile about people that if you eat certain foods, these are the things it triggers. Of course there is. But as a human being who just likes their food, I mean, I'm talking to you now, and in the background, where there's a, the TV is on mute. It's a cookery program because if they're not baking, they're bloody cooking. If they're not cooking, it's a Master Chef. And I try, I do not watch these programs. Do not watch these programs. But bloody COVID has made me now and again watch these competitions hate reality TV. And if you ever see me on a reality TV, I have succumbed to the pressure. <laughs> um, that which brings me to someone who had the freaking audacity to say to me, you should go on Britain's Got Talent. Shut the F up. What do you mean Britain's Got Talent? Why would I go on such a programme? Why would I subject myself to a humiliation of... That ridiculousness of a programme. Where are these people now? Come on. Oh, Jesus. I don't know why people do it. Anyway, that alone would make me eat for stress. That would make me double three burgers. Just the thought of doing that. But in a realness, in a real world, this the, that was Valerie's grumpy moment. It's like I've had all the fun sucked out of me. <laughs> But eating for wellness and not for illness has become a forefront in my mind. And I'm trying not to think about it so much because just thinking about it exacerbates the fact that I need to go and grab myself a shortbread biscuit and a whole can of Fanta twist. Um, And it's like I've pushed the destruct button and saying. Oh, it'd be all right. You know, you can stop eating that when you feel like it. But after six, seven months, your body becomes accustomed. So trying to stop eating those foods, you know, you become doubly stressed. And you go cold turkey. And that's happened to me three times. I would start the process, sort of start the juicing process. And then I could see the pounds dropping down. I'm going from 93 kilos. I'm now 83 kilos. And all it takes is um, something really stupid to go across my mind and that 90 kilos is back. Because here I am late at night, I absolutely fancy a pizza, my sugar levels of, but I know it's not the sugar levels. I'm eating for stress. I'm eating because I'm, I am pushing buttons that I'm not used to. And I know I'm not alone. I say this all the time through COVID. Or through lockdown, yes we're coming out of lockdown and I did really well, you know, the last few days I actually, again this is for another podcast so I'm not going to go too much but I'm going to let you know how it was with my anxiety actually going out and being amongst other people's having a meal and the next day how I felt, that'll be in the week I'll tell you about that but keeping it short and sweet is it just me that eats for stress? Because if there is a secret and to try to stop it, let me know. Can you hypnotise me, please? Because for some reason, all these years, I have one of the, you know, I'm told I have one of the best resolves and determination. Why is it that I cannot determine myself to stop stress eating? And so one of the things I thought Let me shame myself. Let me shame and blame myself in a podcast to say, how could I go from 72 kilos to 93 kilos in the space of six months? What is bothering you? And how am I dealing with that stress eating? Am I doing the yo-yo? Yes, I've yo-yo diet. And I don't even last a week or two. I'm not going to lie. When I've been trying all these different fads, you know, herbalists, looking at all the things, I'm looking at how my face has changed and things like that. When in fact, I should just keep it simple. Just keeping it simple. I don't need to be going on a fad diet. Why? Because I just need to keep it simple because really, I'm the one who's stressing myself. I'm the one who's adding the stress onto myself. I'm the one who wants to get back into those jeans. I'm the one, because there's nobody out there saying, God, you look gross. God, you look terrible. And even if someone said, Jesus, you've put on weight. So what? So bloody what? (laughs) I stressed, I've stressed eating myself because I was so worried about, why and when I come out I am going to look like a beach whale so what I've had to shame myself and actually do this podcast to say and that goes for anybody out there you have put so much pressure on yourself knowing that we will have to come out of lockdown. We will have to go onto a sunny beach and put on you know, a swimming costume or whatever. We wanna wear the latest clothes or the clothes that you bought in lockdown that you haven't had the chance to wear. And my God, you know, it is growing dust and it could be out of fashion. So what? Give it to charity. There's a lot of people who have lost their houses, their homes, their jobs, their businesses they could do with those clothes give it to charity and if you can afford to start again then start again just start again we've been given Covid has given so many of us second chances stress eating which has made me say I need to eat for wellness and not for illness You need to tell yourself, and I'm saying this, this is me talking to myself, you need to tell yourself, so what? Stop that. You're not living for Anyone else out there but yourself, you need to live for yourself, you need to make sure that you are not constantly being told you've got high blood pressure, high cholesterol um, and you're putting the right things in, nobody knows what the right food is, is, you just need to eat to make yourself, you know, look there we go, to make yourself feel good, eat the right foods and you will feel good, you will feel good there's some foods that you know your body cannot heal then then learn to understand your body listen to what your body tells you when the food goes in how does it make you feel how do you feel the next day are you constipated are you bloated don't stress Valerie Is what I had to tell myself eat for wellness You know how that food makes you feel. You know how guilty you feel when you've bought that McDonald's and that fries. And it's 11 o'clock at night. And then by one o'clock, you're throwing yourself onto the sofa because you can't even make it upstairs to the bed. As my friend said to me, I don't know why you have a two-bedroom house. I have no reason why you have a bedroom. Because you never seem to sleep in your bed. You're constantly on your sofa. don't know why crazy crazy yes 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 I'm single I'm not gonna lie I have a partner I am fully 100% single and so yeah I spend most of the time downstairs I have a small office downstairs in my living room and you know it's just it's and I have a small office in the second bedroom but I seem to always seem to migrate back to the sofa for god knows for whatever reasons but is there anyone else out there that's eating for stress and if you are I would tell you to stop and address whatever the trauma is if it's not about the clothes if it's about a death if it's about the children if it's about the husband the relationship that you're in funny enough you shouldn't really be eating food when you're stressed out and your husband or boyfriend is stressing you out because that's when you lose weight Maybe I need to find a boyfriend so that person can stress me out to make me stop eating. Mm. I'll give you the joke about the date that I went on. Then you can tell me because I know that I ate a lot in that date. But if you are going through all of that, ask yourself, is it worth? Is it really, 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 really worth piling all that food in and if you're going to pile the food in eat good food create cheat days So that's what I had to do I have to create a cheat day and slowly wean myself off so I'm only on day two of creating that cheat food and weaning myself off And I'll give you the breakdown. So I've started at 90 kilos. I'll let you know how I get on in four days' time. Because I'm hoping to be 87 or 88 kilos. Especially before I go to bloody Portugal in four weeks' time. I need to be able to not have to put a waist trainer on. <laughs> oh, my days. That laugh is terrible. I've got to stop laughing like that. But with that, with that, with, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's where I'm at. So, thank you for listening to all those on Standing In My Truth podcast show. Stress eating. Eating for wellness and not for eat for illness. This is Valerie M, a.k.a. Maxfield. Standing In My Truth, as always, daily blog. Have a fantabulous stress-free day take care bye